What's up, everybody? It is Monday, 12 noon. You know what that means? It's time for another rant. And, you know, David is still traveling around and is hopefully heading back to uh, be here Wednesday. But until then, it's just me, guys. So let me start off by telling you, my name's Stuart Brisgale, and this is an unfiltered, uncensored conversation on a wide range of topics. Today's broadcast is dedicated in maybe what brings us together more than divides us while doing something that clearly is trying to divide us further. This is the latest news, pop culture, and politics, and we rant about so much more. However, the news cycle kind of drives us to talk about certain issues more than others, and this is no such uh, difference in this case. So I'm just going to get right into a monologue because I have spent a lot of time trying to put this together. Uh, and it's very sad uh, when I have to actually write it. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk today about the pressing issue that's been affecting me and you, the way we consume information, engage with the world around us. It's the extreme polarization of the news. And your angle in which you're gathering it depends on which news network. It seems like every day we turn on the television our iPads or iPhones and scroll through news feeds and we're bombarded with headlines and stories that cater to a specific viewpoint, leaving us trapped in what I'm going to call an echo chamber that reinforces the beliefs of the network in which you're watching. This polarization is not only concerning but it's shaping the way we perceive reality in an undetermining, very un nonsensical, essence way of informed democracy. The modern media landscape has evolved into a complex web of news networks, which its own distinct ideology or slant, on one side we have a network that leans conservative, while another, we have one that leans more liberal. What's the result? A stark contrast in the way they frame and deliver news stories. The same event can be betrayed as a triumph on one network and a disaster on another. And it's depending on the lens in which it's filtered. The polarization of the news coverage has dire consequences in society. Firstly, the polarization of the news networks contributes to the formation, information, bubbles, or echoes, which we constantly consume, and content that aligns us with pre-existing beliefs. We become increasingly isolated from differing perspectives. This inhibits critical thinking, healthy debate, as we're no longer exposed to an alternative viewpoint that should challenge and refine our understanding of complex issues. Just like Walter Cronkite has said and says, I know I speak to this guy, he's dead, but like he was the gospel. 
right? Moreover, the sensationalism and sensational bias that accompanies the polarizing news coverage can cloud our judgment, distort reality. News networks are competing for viewership dollars. As a result, they may resort to sensationalistic stories to capture your attention and boost their ratings. This not only skews our perspective of severity of certain events, but it diverts our attention from more substantial and nuanced issues that require thought. In addition, the diverse nature of polarized news networks has an impact on the unity communities in a nation as a whole. Instead of fostering a sense of shared understanding and common purpose, this polarization fuels animosity, hostility, and differences amongst groups. It perpetuates us versus them. Mentally, where those who consume different news sources are seen as adversaries rather than fellow citizens with a different perspective. Furthermore, the polarization of news networks can erode trust in journalism as a whole. The news outlets are perceived as prioritizing ideology, ideology, more than news over objective reporting. The credibility of the entire industry has been called into question, something that we've been saying for three years. This distrust can lead to a situation where people either disregard the news altogether or only trust sources that align with their existing bias, entrenching the problems. Sounds like World War II Adolf Hitler. So what can we do to face this deepest, deep-seated polarization? In the media literacy, we must educate ourselves on others about the importance of consuming information critically. Fact-checking, that doesn't mean relying on the fact-checker. Cross-referencing sources, seeking out diverse viewpoints. It's essential practices to avoid falling into traps of the echo chambers. Furthermore, we should support and demand for higher journalistic standards. News networks should prioritize accurate, unbiased reporting over sensational and partisan agendas. This requires active engagement from both media organizations and their consumers as a collective push for integrity and objectivity. It's the only way to counteract. The extreme polarization of news coverage across different networks is pressing, concerning, and demands our attention and action today. It shapes the way we understand the world. Limiting and exposure and diverse perspectives, understanding the foundations of informed democracy. Echo chambers by polarized news networks are deeply troubling. We need to find healthy debate. It's the lifeblood of our country. It's the lifeblood of our lives. Holding news agencies accountable is the only way. Compromising this will only give ground for foreign concepts. 
that is us versus them, rather than shared spaces to coexist with mutual understanding. We isolate ourselves. We choose and lose a sense of empathy towards one another. We start to view those opposing views somehow less rational, less moral. We make assumptions and generalizations. We attack straw men instead of engaging them. Multifaceted humanity versus others. The truth is most people want the same basic thing. Freedom, justice, security, and prosperity. We simply have a different idea about how to achieve these goals. But we never make progress when we're trapped in this echo chamber. And we'll never make progress if we're unwilling to listen to each other and find the humanity in those whom we disagree. The only way out of this trap is by an open, honest dialogue. You got to make an effort, even if it's uncomfortable. We have to approach others with empathy, nuance, and willingness to understand, and not just respond vitrally. Demand integrity. Fact accuracy. When someone speaks their point of view, what was your source? Editorial news is the death of society. Partisanship facts over facts distort the understanding and reality. Oversimplify, oversimplify, simplified facts exaggerate and generate clicks, clicks for viewers and dollars. There used to be something called the free press. There used to be something called freedom of expression. Used to be that you could speak anywhere about anything. It seems if you're at Berkeley and you want to talk about a conservative issue, they will shame you, beat you, destroy you. This isn't the society that built America. This wasn't anything about the First Amendment. Denying one is sometimes the worst thing in the world. We as a country have come to believe that neo-Nazism is a bad thing. It's generally not accepted. It's considered hate speech. Yet people speak about these sorts of things all over the world because you can only censor the hatred and harm brought to one another. So as you take away from this broadcast, I beg you, start watching 30 minutes of an opposing network. Start understanding the facts and how they apply beyond what they're telling you they do. Try and listen. If two networks are saying the same thing and saying buzzwords, Therefore, they have the same political script. When politi political hacks are scripting our news, it's not free and fair news. It's communism. It's agenda. It's Cuba. It's Argentina. It's World War II, the Nazi party. I'm sorry, guys. I keep telling you this. You don't have to be a Jew, a gypsy, or a gay person to know that neo-Nazism was bad. You don't have to be a person in the 1940s or 30s to understand its effects 
on the entire planet for generations to come. That's all for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this, our rant network. We hope you've enjoyed this valuable insight. I appreciate your support. We hope you'll join us again next time for another thought-provoking angle every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, noon Eastern. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us. Don't forget to share us. Don't forget to tell us what you think. We're here for you. We do this for you. David and I spend countless hours every single week trying to find something that's unique and different, not partisan. Unfortunately, yes, we have opinions, but we try and find the neutral, the center. Don't always get it, but we try. We love you. We miss you. Look forward to seeing you with my partner in crime on Wednesday. Keep safe. Tune in. Keep ranting.